Kumite Radio is brought to you by Supplement Warfare. Visit their website, supplementwarfare.com.au for the best quality supplements on the planet. Use coupon code Kumite Radio at checkout to get 10% off of all orders. If you're trying to get sexy for the summer, if you're just trying to flex on fools, visit supplementwarfare.com.au for the best supplements in the world. Use coupon code Kumite Radio at checkout to get 10% off and support the podcast. Joining me right now on Kumute Radio is the Honey Bear Jake Kuhn. What's going on, Jake? Welcome back. Thanks, bro. It's good to be back. Just uh, living back in Thailand again, getting ready for this fight in Risen. Speaking of Thailand, you're down there training hard for your upcoming fight in Japan. Most people will ask you, like, what did you miss about Phuket? But I want to know, what did you not miss about Phuket? Bro, (laughs) I didn't miss people's loud-ass mopeds driving by all the time without mufflers, and I did not miss, no restaurant here ever has avocado, bro. You go you go to any restaurant, like, hey, can I get some avocado or whatever? And they're like, no, Mr. Sorry, cannot no have avocado. <laughs> the worst thing ever. Now, <sighs> how long were you in the States for? Because you were out there training for a while. Yeah, we were, um, I went back for, I think it ended up being about four months. We were there, um... I was training at American Top Team Atlanta, getting ready, doing all that PFL stuff. And then uh, I ended up taking taking an L in that first PFL fight. And then the uh, the New York Commission wouldn't clear me. So the fight, I had a 90-day suspension. And then the fight was, 80, was uh, 85 days after that. And so I appealed it and appealed it. And then New York just wouldn't budge on it just because they're the worst commission on the face of the planet. Okay, I wanted to get into that because a lot of fighters, they have complained about dealing with the New York Commission. What was your experience like, man? Bro, it was a nightmare. They um, they changed my opponent the day of weigh-ins because there's a rule in New York that uh, if, if there's a 20-pound weight disparity, that fighters can't fight each other regardless of them being in the same weight class. So the guy that I, I ended up fighting was fighting a guy that was – cutting weight to make 260 and he was small to make 265 and he was small so they switched everything around so that we could fight i almost couldn't fight because they i had a cold sore from traveling and stuff they're like oh we don't know if we're gonna clear you to fight because you have a cold sore so i had to go to a dermatologist like the day of weigh-ins to get it cleared so it's a damn nightmare there bro they said they they flat out just don't want mma in new york is what it is they don't they don't like money i guess well, wow, they're not trying to get paid, bro. <laughs> um, how was that experience being part of the PFL, their inaugural season? It was, You know, it, it was cool, man. I think it's a great concept, what they're trying to do. I think um, I think if they continue on, I think next year they'll learn from some of the mistakes they made. You know, like trying to do tournaments in New York isn't the best idea because they're just not going to let you get away with you know, suspensions and stuff like that and the, the weight class differences and things. But um, it, it was cool, man, you know, but th- that being said, and then and they're being very cool by letting me uh, go do this stuff in Ryzen. But Japan's where I want to be, man. It's where I've always wanted to fight. I want a soccer kick, dude, to stop me. <laughs> All right, before we get into that, I wanted to talk about, you know, your fight in the first round. You took the L, like you said. 
yeah. you know, you've come back from a loss before. What kind of mindset does a fighter need to get past those rough times? It, you know, it's it's. I think it's just part of the game. To be honest with you, it's it's. You know, you you win some, you lose some, but especially like it's hard. Like in a fight like that, because I was getting in that dude's ass that entire fight. I was beating the hell out of him, and then just got hit with that. That dude threw a, a hail mary of a flying knee and just caught it. So, you know, hats off to him. But like you said, with the mindset, it um, it's you know, I'm just pretty much just back to training hard again, man. It's not, nothing's really changed. You know, I, I felt good going into that fight, and I feel good now. I think the 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 fight I've got coming up is going to be stylistically it's really it's a really good fight for me. So I think it's all kind of just I'm just continuing to kind of build. So I'm not, I'm not really too worried about the loss to be honest. It would be nice to get paid, <laughs> but outside of that, it's all good, man. Yeah, it seemed like that you were having a lot of fun in that first round. You were having a lot of success in that first round. You felt it seemed you were more comfortable in the cage compared to your fight in road. In road, yeah. you won that fight, but it seemed like the PFL fight, you were just like in there, just everything was running smoothly. Yeah, bro. I, think, I mean, honestly, I felt like everything was just firing on all cylinders. You know, everything was landing, everything was going. I think I was, I mean, honestly, I was just, I think I was outclassing the guy and mm-hmm. I just got, you know, just got caught. And, you know, I was in good shape. It was everything just, it, it all just, it was all just clicking until it didn't click yeah. and, and everything got shut off. <laughs> It's part of the game, like you said, and, uh, you know, everybody gets caught eventually. So, but, you know, everything works out because you are going to rise in like you always wanted. You've been yelling and you've been telling people like, hey, man, get me to Japan. I need to fight these guys. I want to fight these big names. And uh, you're getting your chance at Ryzen 13. Uh, The fight with uh, Yuri Prochaska, how did this fight come together? You know, um, so originally they were talking to me about fighting Krokop. That's who they were hitting me up asking me, and I, they, they messaged me, like, you want to fight Krokop? And I was like, absolutely, yes, sign it now. <laughs> and he uh, he ended up and didn't want to take the fight. He took the he took what I think is a much easier fight with that Rock Martinez. But, you know, what? Rock, Rock has been there, and he's, he's done some things in the road, so I get it. Um, so then they hit me up. Uh, then Shingo, the matchmaker, hit me up and said uh, – how about Prochatska? And I just immediately said, sure. I didn't even know who the guy was. I was like, yeah, sign me up. Uh, looked him up. He's good, man. He's a tough kid. Um, I think he's 23 and 2. Yeah. 21 and 3. Yeah, 21 and 3. So I mean, he's got a good record. He, but you know what? Like, I was watching some of his fights, and it's it's like he gets his ass whooped, and then he knocks a dude out. <laughs> so I feel like I feel like if I can just avoid that last part of it, it'll, it'll be a good night. <laughs> Definitely. Um, you just mentioned that you watched some of his fights. What are your thoughts of his overall skill set? I think he's. I think I mean the dude's dangerous. 100, percent he's dangerous. I think he's got big power in both hands and in both feet. I mean, you kind of see it because he's he's put guys away with um, with all of that, but. Um, I think he's really, really limited on the ground. Uh, extremely limited on the ground. Not that I'm a big ground fighter, but I mean, if I need to take you down and beat you up, I will. But I think he also leaves himself open to wear some strikes on the feet. But that being said, because he carries such power, you got to be real, real careful of where you're at, where your range is at the entire time. So it's it's definitely not a fight to get around and fuck about in. You got you to be on your P's and Q's the whole time, you know. 
How big of an opportunity is it for you to face probably the most successful big man fighting for Ryzen, even though he doesn't have like a, a popular name around the world, but he is the most successful? Yeah, no, 100%. I mean, I think he's he's probably their, I mean, honestly, at the, real, at the end of the day, he's probably their biggest prospect. Mm -hmm. I mean, not even prospect, he's probably their, their biggest guy. It's great, you know, um, fighting a guy like that. I'd much rather come in and fight a guy of that caliber is to come in and fight in and say like Samurai Mark Hunt or something like that. We're like, like that would be a ton of fun, but it's, it's not going to do anything to kind of endear me to the to Japanese crowd. And that's what I want to do, man. I want to get over there. I want to put on a show against their toughest guy. And, uh, you know, I wouldn't mind spending the rest of my career in Japan and just, you know, being, being Bob Sapp of the cooking show. <laughs> <laughs> now you signed a, a bout agreement Full rising MMA rules with elbows, soccer kicks, knees to a grounded opponent. How hyped so, are you to be able to express yourself uh, in that rule set? So it's it's actually there's no elbows in this one. It's oh, okay. uh, we're fighting pride rules. So it's ten minute first round elbows. Uh, elbows are banned, uh, but knees to the head, stomp, soccer kicks, all that. So uh, man, I'm excited though. I've always I've always wanted to have that rule set. I feel like, I feel like that's the best rule set. I wish we had the elbows, but the man, I'm, I got such a, I got such a soccer kick boner going right now. I can't, I can't wait. It's exciting. Um, it's been a bit of a, it's been a bit of a change in training, trying to get ready for that 10 minute first round. It's a, uh, you know, you, you don't really think about it until you're out there and you're, you're training. It's like, I still have seven minutes to go left in this round, <laughs> but we're working on it. Um, I'm back over. I'm training at Tiger again with uh, George and those guys. So we've been working a bit over there, and it's it's been going well. Oh, actually, I saw a video, a little short clip of you practicing those soccer kicks. Yeah. Oh, you know, I see your coach is working with you on that one. Yeah, man. Uh, uh, Jukau, Ronan Canario sent me a bunch of drills that they all used to do back in uh, – back in Brazil, like at uh, Carlson, Jerry Gracie, and at BTT. So he sends me all his videos of them, like, sidestep, kicking and stuff. So I've been actually sparring every day. I'm trying to get in, like, 25, 30 just hard soccer kicks It's been and, and stomps. It's been a pain trying to find people to hold for that. <laughs> but I've, I've, managed, I've managed to weasel some people into it, so it's been all right. How easy is it for you to transition to those types of uh, techniques? You know, honestly, I'm ninety percent of the time I'm in training. I'm bullshitting around, and I'll we'll be in a scramble, and I'll and I'll yell out pride rolls and throw a soccer kick at you anyway. Joking, so it's 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 been pretty easy, and man. It's 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 crazy how often those attacks are there. Like you don't you don't see it because like in the unified rules, you know, people get there and they're like, oh, I can't do anything. Whereas like you take a guy's back in these Japanese rules, I'm not going to sit there and ride you like a wrestler. I'm going to push. And throw that soccer kick around the side of your head, and the fight's over. It's beautiful. Like I'm not, everybody's worried about this ten minute round. I do not see this fight going past the past the first five minutes. You know, because at the end of the day, Prochaska, dude, cracks, and I've been known to throw hard too. And I feel like one of us is going to go to sleep pretty early. You guys are fighting in a ring. How big of a difference is that going to make for you? Um, I think rain fighting in the ring makes a difference just for the range. Um, but for me, I enjoy it because there's nothing worse than you get these wrestlers, these wall installers who just want to push up against the wall and just lay on you and stuff. And uh, shit ain't going to fly in Japan. So we're going to have to get in there and fight. Yeah, I just uh, realized what you just said is 
yeah, you don't get the wall installers and also dirty boxing really yeah. doesn't exist in the ring, right? Uh, you really can't do it. I mean, you'll see some guys who can like, they'll put a guy in a turnbuckle and manage to do it, but it's, it doesn't exist. Like you get guys, you know, they get that shoulder pressure and they push guys up and they just, their whole game is just throwing little uppercuts and it's, that stuff doesn't fly over there. So it's, it's nice. There's a, the, 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 what I'm really, really excited about with Japan is the, it's going to be a fight. The fight is going to, the fight is going to happen. It's not going to be, they, they, they don't like, they don't want us to have a wrestling match. They don't want us to belly button hump each other. You know, if we get, if we get down on the ground, they'll stand us up and be like, look, it's time to fight guys. And, um, Man, I saw today that they that they sold out Saitama for this. So thank, th- thank, thanks Kyoji and, <laughs> and uh, other homie, I appreciate it. But it, it's gonna be wild, man. Forty-seven thousand people in Japan screaming and yelling. It's gonna be nutty. It is. Um, Rising, you know, the weigh-ins and the walkout are a big part of the event. You got anything yeah. planned for that? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I got a good one coming, bro. I'm gonna go a little highway to the danger zone. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. <laughs> I'm looking. Yeah. I'm looking forward to that one. I like that. Yeah. Bring him back, Top Gun, baby. For sure. <laughs> well, you know, uh, Derek Kirkcheck actually laid the foundation for the Americans to go out yeah. there and show some of yeah. that American flavor. So now you could just add on to that, which is good. Got to build on. I think uh, is, is is Kirkcheck on the show? I yeah, he's, he's fighting too. Yeah, so it'll be. It's. I was actually. I was looking at the card. It, it's a pretty damn good card. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's not a because they've had comes like some smaller ones. This one seems like it's. It's gonna be pretty big. No, I'm. I'm gonna. Uh, I'm gonna do some stuff with the walkout. It's gonna be good. Tom Cruise can eat his heart out. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you would get casted for Top Gun Two or something. Hey, bro, they're filming it. It could happen. <laughs> <laughs> now another. Big fight is happening, and are you going to have your eye on that uh, Roki Martinez Krokov fight? Maybe the winner. Thousand percent. As soon as I fight, I'm calling out Krokov. Like, unless Rock beats him, like whatever, like that's fine. But you know, I mean, it would be a dream to fight Krokov, and if that doesn't happen, I know Vandalay wants to come back over to Japan before he's done, Um, and you know, that's another one. I would love to go out on. not go out, but ideally, I want to be on the on the New Year's Eve card fighting a guy like that. You know, I mean, hell, think about that fighting Vandalay or, or Krokop on New Year's Eve. That's a dream come true, bro. Like, and you know what? Hey, no, let let them know you Sada. You guys do your thing. Bring it back to Japan, bro. Y'all do what you want to do. <laughs> hey, you know, you never know. Fedor might be flying around at that time too. Oh, that'd be great. That would be great. I don't know. I, I got a feeling Fedor was going to do pretty well in that Bellator tournament, though. So. Uh, <laughs> All right, Jake. September 30th, you're going to make your debut in Ryzen at Ryzen 13, Saitama Super Arena. Like you said, almost 50,000 seats sold. It's going to be a big fight, big opportunity. Thanks for your time, man. Hey, bro. I appreciate it, man. I always like being on with you. Appreciate it.